0: Hello, welcome back to Retirement Clarity Radio. I am your host, Scott Newhouse. Thank you for joining me. Uh, shout out to the dozens and dozens of listeners all across the country who are tuning in. We are going to continue our series on retirement income. So last week, we talked about you know, where, what are the various sources of income that you could expect to receive in retirement uh, from your investments, pension, social security, uh, rental, real estate, etc. And so now what we're going to focus on is what are those different sources um, of income that you could have in retirement? and what can we expect uh, from them. So there's gonna be a number of different episodes on each of those uh, sources of income in the future. Today, we are gonna talk about reverse mortgage as an income tool in retirement. So if you just absolutely hate reverse mortgages, there's no way you ever, ever, ever use one, you don't need to listen to this episode. Um, If you do think you might want to use it as some kind of financial strategy in retirement, then tune in. What we're going to talk about is what's a reverse mortgage, some pros, some cons, and then I'll give you um, my overall thoughts on on using a reverse mortgage in retirement. So with that said, let's just dive right into it. So what is a reverse mortgage? Um, A reverse mortgage is essentially a type of cash out refinancing that allows you to turn uh, your equity in your house, which a lot of people have a lot of, into to some type of cash. And so the equity is determined by taking the value of your home minus the amount that you owe on your home still um, if you have any kind of remaining mortgage. So a lot of owners, especially in retirement, own their home outright or they have a very very small amount remaining on the mortgage which gives them plenty of cash available to them through a reverse mortgage. That cash that they receive uh, via the reverse mortgage can then be used for anything from remodeling, vacation, covering living expenses, etc. And so this is why it's commonly used to supplement someone's income in retirement. There are eligibility requirements um, that you have to meet for a reverse mortgage. For starters, you do have to be over the age of 62. Um, additionally, it has to be your primary residence, and it must—and this is key, this is key right here—it must remain your primary residence for the length of your reverse mortgage. And they will check on that. I mean, not every single day, but I've heard of reverse mortgage companies, um, you know, going to the home and making sure that the homeowners. have the reverse mortgage um, are still living there so that's really important has to be your primary residence uh, for the length of the reverse mortgage and then also you have to have it be your primary residence for six months or more every year and then lastly and this this is kind of obvious but you should have a significant amount of equity in the home uh, typically 50% or more to qualify for that reverse mortgage so that's essentially what a reverse mortgage is. So now let's talk about how a reverse mortgage actually works. So with the reverse mortgage, the lender is simply going to give you cash Um, for the equity that you have in your home, and that's that's just the simplest way to explain it. The amount of the reverse mortgage that you're going to receive is going to be based on your age, the equity that you hold in the home, and then how much, if any, you still owe on that traditional mortgage. Um, After your reverse mortgage is approved, there's three different ways broadly that you can structure the payments from the lender. Um, The first method um, is to receive an entire lump sum, a single lump sum of the whole Whole amount at once. Uh, The second option that you have is to get monthly payments. And this is where the income could come into place in retirement. You could get monthly payments of a particular amount for a predetermined number of years. And you've obviously got to talk to the reverse mortgage company and figure out what amount and and how many years that would last for. The third option is you can use it as a line of credit, uh, getting the amount of cash that you need when you need it. Now, please note the monthly payment option and the line of credit option can be combined together. So if you choose one, you could still choose the other um, in some form or fashion, depending on um, all of the variables of your particular situation. If you choose to receive everything as a lump sum at once, well, then there's not going to be a line of credit option um, or the monthly payment option with that associated with it. Okay, so those are the three broad options that we have to receive the money uh, from the reverse mortgage. Also with the reverse mortgage and how it works, know that you're not gonna have those monthly mortgage payments anymore. Um, Instead, you're gonna pay off, so you're gonna be gone, um, rid of that monthly mortgage payment and instead you are going to be able to pay off the loan in a lump sum when you pass away, uh, when you move out permanently or you or your heirs sell the home. Um, And so oftentimes, quite often, uh, I mean, this is, overwhelming than the majority of the case, a reverse mortgage is repaid by the proceeds from the sale of your home. Also, it's really important to note that a, a reverse mortgage is a non-recourse loan, which means that the maximum amount that you need to pay back to the lender um, is the fair market value of the home. Uh, so. In other words, even if housing prices fall, you know you, revert, you take out a reverse mortgage when the fair market value is $500,000 of your home, let's say your home price falls and it it is less than the balance that you owe of the reverse mortgage, uh, they are not going to be able to come after you or your heirs uh, for the difference. So it's a non-recourse loan, meaning that your home price falls, you do not have to worry about um, whether the proceeds of the home match up with the balance of the reverse mortgage. Last thing, if there is any remaining equity in your home. So if it goes the other way, your home, you know, appreciates in value and it's above the balance that you owe to the reverse mortgage company, that money, that difference goes to your estate. So there is the possibility that your beneficiaries will receive something from the home, even if you do take out a reverse mortgage. And so that's generally how a reverse mortgage works. We're going to talk now about some benefits of a reverse mortgage, then some cons, and then I'll tell you kind of what I think and how I would use it in retirement um, if we were to speak to each other about this. So benefits of a reverse mortgage, it can be useful for a lot of people, especially if you find yourself in need of funds in retirement. Uh, Obviously one of the biggest benefits of a reverse mortgage is that it's going to put cash that you're not really using um, since it's tied up in equity and it can be put in your pocket when you need it to cover day-to-day living expenses, making some kind of remodels uh, to your home so that your home's easier to live in as you age, which is something I've talked about on this podcast before, but it's really important that you have a home that ages well with you um, so that, you know, maybe you go from a two-story home to a single-story home, or you have um, some kind of way that it's going to be easier for someone who kind of is losing their strength as they age uh, to live in it. So those are some benefits of the uh, reverse mortgage another benefit is that you're not going to have that monthly payment anymore and so that's going to be able to increase the amount of available funds that you have every month since you no longer have to pay that traditional mortgage and in addition to that you can stay in the home for as long as you are able to uh, without having to pay uh, that mortgage payment next the benefit is that it can really be a last resort type of tool That'll help you fund end-of-life expenses. So maybe um, in, towards the end of your life, your investments are drawn down, your savings accounts drawn down, and you need something to help with living expenses, uh, or something that comes up, uh, potentially uh, long-term care expenses, uh, which you know a lot of us are going to have um, when we get to that age. A reverse mortgage can helpful as that last resort type tool uh, to fund those end-of-life expenses. So those are three benefits that I see of a reverse mortgage. There are some drawbacks though I think they're pretty big drawbacks. Um, The first that we need to consider is you know it might seem like free money or you know it might seem like hey I'm just getting my money back but Remember, the lenders exist, exist to make money for themselves as well as offer you a service. Uh, but so the lender's going to have fees on a number of things. Um, on the total balance of the loan, it's going to have a fee that will include origination fees, startup fees. Uh, there's going to be accruing monthly account maintenance fees. And then there's going to be compounding interest fees. And so if you ever look at a reverse mortgage statement, you're just going to see... Um, I don't want to say nickel and dime, but you're just going to see an array of different fees coming from a a number of different areas. And so you also have to note in addition to that, the interest rates that you're going to pay are actually going to be higher than a conventional mortgage. Um, In addition to those fees, Another downside drawback of a reverse mortgage is that there's a long list of requirements for you to be in good standing with the company offering that reverse mortgage. So that includes being able um, to pay the mortgage insurance policy, to protect the lender against the mortgage. Um, it also includes making sure that you still pay a property tax, you maintain the home, uh, you pay all of the utilities, you pay any HOA fees, and any other home costs. So it doesn't remove all housing expenses in retirement. It just removes that mortgage payment, but you, you're still on the hook for a lot. Um, Also, if you ever fall behind or fail to pay those extra expenses and the fees, the lender could potentially foreclose on the home. So, that is a long list of drawbacks. Um, let me give you my quick synopsis, and then we'll run out of here. So determining whether a reverse mortgage is right for you. It's its a complex question, and I can't give you a precise answer on this podcast. I can say, though, I don't typically love reverse mortgages, but I do see that uh, in some cases they are helpful. Um, I've known people who have really financially needed them, and they did use them as a last resort. These are people who had depleted or almost depleted all of their other assets, all of their other investments, and really the last place they had to turn was the equity in their home, and they really wanted to stay in their home, and so that's that was one way that they were able to accomplish this by, by turning to a reverse mortgage, and so that's how I personally view reverse mortgages as a last resort. Um, I would not consider them an ongoing source of income in retirement. Even though you may be eligible at age 62 uh, to take them as some kind of monthly payment, uh, as we talked about before, I would not recommend that. Um, if I, And the reason why I would say that is because I would be really, really nervous if you needed a reverse mortgage too early in life, uh, too early in your retirement, especially in your 60s or even your 70s. And the reason why is because to me that means that you've depleted or you're close to depleting all of your other investment and retirement assets. Meaning that really the main source of money that you have is that equity in your home. So if you're considering getting a reverse mortgage in your 60s or your 70s, my main concern would be that one, you don't have um, you know enough assets and other sources, and then two, even if you do take that reverse mortgage in your 60s or 70s, um, you're going to run out of the money that's in that reverse mortgage at some point and it's not going to last for the rest of your life, uh, especially if you live into your eighties or nineties, which a lot of people are doing more and more. And so then I would be really worried that at some point you don't have any uh, savings. You don't have any investments, retirement, and then you'd run out of your reverse mortgage. And then what do we do then in your eighties or nineties? So if you're thinking about getting that reverse mortgage in your sixties or seventies, I highly, highly would encourage you to maybe find a a third party to talk to about this strategy and really consider maybe some kind of part-time work at least temporarily while you're still young enough and you're able to work. I know it's not ideal uh, but it would allow you to save a little bit more money um, so that you can earn money longer, build up some of those assets and investments in other ways and then that would delay the need to take a reverse mortgage which again I really do view as more of a last resort than anything else and I, I, I never uh, would recommend it as an ongoing income generating in retirement, especially in your 60s or 70s. Okay, so that is quite a lot. Thank you so much for staying with me. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to learn more about anything that you need to do to retire, uh, check out my free books on retirement planning available at freeretirementbooks.com. I've got three published there and I'm working on a couple more as we speak. So again, freeretirementbooks.com. You can get all the books for free. Hope you all have a great week. Bye. Thanks again for listening. As a reminder, you should consult with a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this podcast is a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. Any mentions of rate of return are hypothetical in nature and not a guarantee of future returns. Scott Newhouse, CFP, is an investment advisor representative of Forthright Finances, a California and Nevada registered investment advisor.